Welcome to the Star Wars Collector Podcast, episode number 71. I'm your host, Brian, and with me as always is my co-host, Carl. Hey, Carl. Hey, Brian. So, I don't know uh, if if everybody has seen our post or not, and hopefully if you're listening to us, you have, because otherwise you probably are not listening to us, and uh, we had to update our feed. It uh, you know, was no fault of mine or anybody else's, it's just the way it happened. I don't know, you know, we had to make a change to our website, and I guess stuff happens. I hated to do it because I'm always afraid that uh, we're going to leave some people out in the dark. And I've tried to post on Facebook and on the website itself, you know, to look at the feed and update it. So I hope everybody's uh, back with us. And uh, we're still going. You know, we haven't gone anywhere. So we're at uh, episode number 71 for February. And uh, Carl, what'd you get this past month? Um, Not much, really. Of course, there's not a whole lot out there. I got the Incinerator Vintage Collection Trooper. Um, I got the Vintage Collection as well, Mandalorian with Grogu, which is packaged really neat. I'd like to have a couple more of those, at least one more, one to open up. I have two, and I'm thinking about opening mine. Yeah, if I had two, I would definitely open one. See, I had, I I think we're going to talk about this in a minute, but I had pre-ordered two originally, and they sent me an email where they canceled one of the two and then ended up shipping the one. Mm -hmm. So that's how I ended up with just one. Yeah, I uh, I did it a little more on the odd side. <laughs> I pre-ordered one when they very first went on pre-order. And then a few weeks later, I pre-ordered one more. And then I was like, well, I'm paying for extra shipping and all this other stuff because of that. So when they came up for pre-order again, I pre-ordered two and then canceled the first two orders. Well, it's a good thing I did because then I actually got my order where most people got theirs canceled. Yeah, I was worried when I got the email that it was canceled. I was like, oh, man, what the heck? I, like you, I ordered it immediately when it went up originally. But luckily, when I you know, I looked at my account real quick and it showed that they had X'd one of the two out. So I'm like, okay, whatever, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't think there's, they're still available, are they? I think it says, if you click on the link, because I've been watching a little bit, it just says, currently not available. So who knows what's going to happen with that. Huh. Okay. So what I got in the last month or so is uh, I got in my pre-order for the Rebel Blockade Runner Hallway. And, uh, of course, it comes with the Vintage Collection Rebel Fleet Trooper as well. Where did you order that from, by the way? I ordered it from Hasbro Pulse. Oh, okay. And... Uh, let me grab the figure here. <clears throat> so the figure comes with uh, the normal helmet. Um, also comes with a baseball cap. And uh, looks like uh, some kind of a little arm clip or something. It's a little hard to tell. I haven't opened it because I only have the one. I ordered a second one. It's on its way. And I'll open up the figure to that one. And some kind of a com link thing and then of course a pistol so you can uh i guess have one guy with a helmet another with a cap was how many was there anybody in the film with a baseball cap on yeah i think there was a scene in one of the movies or something maybe in a new hope because hmm. with this rebel blockade runner hallway it comes in uh pieces 
so you can piece them together as well when you buy more than one to either make a longer hallway to make a hallway with both sides so like you can not use the floor from your second one and then flip the flip it around and make it a a long encased hallway or you can add on to it and make a real long hallway with one wall on each you know on, just on one wall on one on the side instead of two or make it come off the side and go through a door and i mean there's all kinds of different ways to do this have you seen all the different ways to do it i have seen some pictures online and it does look pretty cool yeah there's some people out there that just went overboard and bought like yeah 10 <laughs> and it, yeah. it i mean it looks great but man it's expensive because it's 50 bucks each yeah from looking at the pictures i'd say it's one of the cooler things i still probably like the the java little diorama playset more but this is pretty cool from pictures from what i've seen yeah and if you think about it it's actually not that bad of a price because you get a 12 dollar figure with it yeah you know the, the rebel fleet trooper comes with it so you know 38 bucks for the hallway and 12 dollars for the figure so not too bad i mean it's pretty long it's about uh i want to say two foot long maybe so it's it's not small and then of course i also got the well me and bo have been playing with it and we've been trying to scrounge around some you know stormtroopers and and uh looking for some rebel fleet troopers so if anybody has any rebel fleet troopers out there uh you know for a for a cheap price loose or whatever let me know I mean, you should hit Lunchbox up on our club. Yeah, I should do that. He, he texted me the other day asking me about uh, Legion figures uh, from the, the game from Fantasy Flight Games called Legion. He was wanting to paint some, and I was like, oh, I don't have any. He's like, yeah, all I want to do is just paint them. So <laughs> I was like, okay, I mean, if I had them, I would, you know, send them your way because I am not a painter. Yeah. But uh, I don't, uh, don't get into that game. I, I've got enough x-wing stuff to last a lifetime so yeah me and bo you know we've been playing with it uh, for a few days here and there and it's pretty fun you know having Darth vader step through you know the door because the doors slide so they slide open which is pretty cool so you can have Darth vader coming in one door and then of course we had r2d2 and c3po sliding into the side door like they were going across the hallway you know getting shot at <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely got cool playability that is definitely cool oh yeah yeah and so i also got the incinerator trooper and the mandalorian with grogu uh also got in a gentle giant mini bust of tarkin which is pretty cool it was uh an exclusive gift from 2019 i want to say which we would have gotten last year <laughs> they're way behind on their free gifts for the for their stuff and uh also got uh that's grand moff tarkin by the way for those who may not know i mean most people should know but you know you never know we may get somebody listening for the first time who's not watched the original movies you never know i would hope well yeah i would hope too and uh if, if you haven't seen him hey you need to see him if you got disney plus you have no excuse also got uh the gentle giant mini bust lack sivrak now there that might be something that a lot of people don't know about do you remember who lack sivrak is of course we talked about him one yeah. day on the podcast how disappointed we are that he was removed from the movie <laughs> <clears throat> yep he was in the original 
movie A New Hope in the cantina bar, sitting at a table with this big, long, snake-like figure. I mean, uh, it was real thick, too. Real big, thick snake-like figure. And uh, almost looked like like a trunk from an elephant or something with a a face on the end instead of the end of the trunk and uh, some little horns and stuff. And then Lax Sivrak is the wolf sitting across from it. He's like a wolf man. I mean, it looks exactly like a wolf man would look. Yeah, and me being a monster lover, of course, I just think he's totally awesome. And I still think the only action figure we've ever got him is, is Power of the Force too, isn't it? Yep. On the on the green card, is that right? Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah, so he's got uh, his, you know, brownish, you know, garb on, you know, jacket or whatever it is got a gun sticking up in the air and he's got his big fangs you should get this one this one's pretty cool you're really tempting me i didn't even know even though i haven't bought any in years you're tempting me on this one just talking about it it says it's on the box exclusive 2020 so yeah not real sure who all's allowed to buy this to be honest i haven't taken it out yet but uh i'm going to here in the probably this weekend it's shown it in stock on General China's website right now. Well, there you go. <laughs> That's pretty cool. And, and it does uh, look awesome. You're right. <laughs> also ended up getting uh, the Black Series Dark Ray. They had a, a sale on GameStop, I want to say. It was only like $13.99, which is kind of odd. I think it was $13.99. Because usually these are 20 bucks or more. And especially GameStop, they're more like 22 or 23 But uh, they had them for really cheap because I missed out on the pre-orders from a, a while back. and So I ended up getting that one. Uh, also, I haven't... Uh, I forgot about this. I've, I got uh, some acrylic stair steps to put Black Series figures on. It's got four four steps, I think it is. And uh, I got them from Ian Sanderson. And uh, the company is escaping me. (laughs) GW Acrylic. I knew I'd remember it. Uh, I got those from GW Acrylic. So if you're looking for stuff like that, they they do a pretty good job uh, of uh, making those things. I'm not a huge fan of their their stands for the 6-inch figures. They're too wide. I mean, they're a good, you know, six inches probably wide. And I was like, that just takes up too much space. Yeah. So I, I'd been getting them from uh, this place on Facebook that sells Black Series figure stands, and they do pretty well. Um, you know, they're round, so they don't take up nearly as much space because the other ones are oval. So if anybody uh, is trying to find out a way, you can get, uh, let's see four of the stair step things for the debt off cases that's what i got mine for they're i think a hundred dollars for four of them for a set of four so if you're looking for something like that they also have them for vintage figures so they got like i don't know five or six steps i can't remember how many is on those i've got had though i've gotten those two and uh i I think they sell the the uh, the figure stands for those, and I think I got them from from him last time because they have two different ones. They have small ones 
and then the ones that are a little bit bigger. I got most of them small, and they were perfect. And then, of course, some of the bigger ones are for like a Monoman and some of these bigger figures that just take up a lot more space. So uh, hit him up. He's on Facebook, GW Acrylic. I think it's the website dot com. Yeah, that's right. I've ordered some. I ordered some vintage stands from him quite a while, a long while back. Yeah, and like I said, he's got two different ones. Um, and that's all I got. Uh, did you want to go over some of these announcements that uh, that I've put here? Yeah, sure. If you want me to. Um, so in the announcements, he has some Hasbro announcements, some Black Series. He has Crosshair, Elite, Squad Trooper, Hunter, 50th Anniversary Battle Droid, 50th Anniversary Jar Jar Binks. I'm sure you're excited about that one. Woohoo! <laughs> 50th Anniversary Mace Windu. I will say this, though. The packaging looks awesome on these 50th Anniversary figures, and I'm not even a 6-inch collector. <laughs> they look like the Phantom Menace 3-3-quarter-inch uh, three three card backs. Yeah, they do, and they got like a, like a 50th Anniversary, like... Um, what am I trying to say? Logo. Logo, thank you. It looks kind of goldish. Um, 50th anniversary Qui-Gon Jinn. Um, Cal Kestis. Gaming Greats Fallen Order. Mm -hmm. From Jedi Fallen Order. I've never played it, so I don't know who that is. Oh, it's a fun game. Yeah. Um, Tech, The Bad Batch. Aura Singh, Zero, Casca Reeves, and General Lando. You all haven't had had, them. General Lando and Black Series yet? Nope. Casca hmm. Reeves is from The Mandalorian. That's the one with uh, Bo-Katan. Oh, okay. I forgot her name. That's kind of cool. Um, Black Series, Ken- Kenner Homage, Greedo, Ben Kenobi, and Jawa. Some Vintage Collection, Osuka, Darth Maul with Mechanical Legs, ATST Driver, Paplo. Princess Leia indoor. Haven't we already had that one? Uh, have we? I don't know. Maybe now I'm wrong. Um, IG-11, Lando Calrissian, Empire Strikes Back, and why do you have really out beside poor Lando? Because we've already gotten him before. He wasn't that good, though, was he? I don't think. Um, wasn't he part of a re-release or something later? So I don't remember what number he was, but... Is it going to be, though... Lando Cloud City or Lando in, in Han's clothing? <laughs> that I don't know. I didn't see the pictures, so... Yeah, because we do have a, a, a Lando in Han's clothing, but it's not very articulated. Yeah, what was that? OTC? Yes, I think it was OTC. Yeah. Um, Iron Studios. I've never even heard of this studio. I don't Me think. either. <laughs> the Mandalorian and Grogu one-fourth scale statue. Um... Hot Toys, Rogue One Assault Tank Commander, which says 1-6 scale figure. Dark Trooper, also a 1-6 scale figure. Shore Trooper, which those are Shore Trooper, those are from Rogue One, aren't they? Yes. Okay, so I thought 1-6 scale figure. And a Transport um, Trooper, which is also 1-6 scale figure. Do you want to do the rest of these? Sure. Okay. So we got Kota Bakia. You didn't want to, you didn't want to pronounce that word. That's I what didn't it is. Really. <laughs> <laughs> the Mandalorian, uh, Din Djarin and Grogu. Uh, also UDF Ultra Detail Figure. I don't know exactly what these are. I've never heard of them before. But the website that I was getting all this stuff from, which is uh, the Toy Arc. Is UDF is actually a company? Yeah. Huh. 
I thought it was United Dairy Farmers, but <laughs> <laughs> I knew that wasn't right. They have some good ice cream. Yeah, but uh, they've got uh, these are a bunch of Grogu figures. They got one with the uh, soup can, one where he's looking up, another where he has a, the ball in his hand from the ship, uh, one of them where he's using the Force, and another one where he's smiling. Don't you think it's funny how everybody was freaking out? We had no Grogu merchandise. Mm-hmm. Now we can get him. Now it's overkill. <laughs> And then next is Gentle Giant. They have uh, the Princess Leia statue where she's it's, she's one of them. It's one of the milestone statues where she's sitting there on that uh, seat in the Death Star where she's in that uh, uh, I don't know what you call it detention center. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say prison cell. <laughs> <clears throat> prison cell, whatever you want to call it. Um, also, uh, mini bust of Grand Admiral Thrawn, which I have pre-ordered that one. Uh, mini bust of Captain Rex, also a Clone Wars Anakin Skywalker one seventh scale mini bust, also Milestones Vader one sixth scale statue, and a Clone Wars Obi Wan Kenobi one seventh scale mini bust, and then the Premier Collection Ahsoka Tano one seventh scale statue, and then the Milestones the Mandalorian and the Child in the Pram one half scale statue. So these were all announced roughly in the last month. So there's been a lot of announcements. I don't know if it's because Toy Fair has been canceled, why everybody's announcing all these things, because most of these would have been waited till February, would be my guess. Yeah, that's probably it. Got to get the news out there somehow. Yep. And uh, that is all of the, the announcements for new stuff coming out. At least all that I've heard. Have you heard anything else? No, I think you covered it pretty good. There was actually a few things in here I hadn't heard of yet. Well, that was all thanks to the Toy Arcs website. I got Which is uh, one of my favorite toy websites in general. It discovers yeah. everything. Yeah, you can go to just about any toy you want or like and find out all the news about it. I mean, they, they do a real good job. Um, I asked one of our patreon members uh what they would like us to talk about because when you're one of the the five dollar uh levels you get to get to you know discover uh suggest topics for us to talk about and uh one of them was well what about all the future projects coming out you know so we're going to talk about some of the future lucasfilm projects that's coming out and uh let me uh let me put in here the the website in our, so that way you have a, you can look at it too. You got it there, Carl. Yep. Okay, I'm gonna talk about the first one, and then we'll we'll flip flop back and forth. Okay, so the first one is the Rogue Squadron movie that's going to be directed by Patty Jenkins, and uh, it's going to be the story will introduce a new generation of starfighter pilots as they earn their wings and risk their lives in a boundary pushing high speed thrill ride and move the saga into the future era of the galaxy. It's, uh, let's see, it's been, here's what uh, Patty Jenkins says, it's been a lifelong dream as a filmmaker to one day make a great fighter pilot film. As the daughter of a general, or as a great fighter pilot myself, some of the best memories of my life are of seeing my father's squadron take off in their F-4s every morning and hearing and feeling the awesome, inspiring power and grace. So, this is, uh, this is one of those things... 
And uh, for those of you that don't know who Patty Jenkins is, she has been the director of the two Wonder Woman films. So, for better or for worse... <laughs> yeah, the first one was outstanding. The second mm-hmm. one... Mm, not so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... It says, Patty has established herself as one of the top directors working in the film industry today, said Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy. She's a visionary who knows how to strike the balance between action and heart, and I can't wait to see what she does in the Star Wars galaxy. So, lock your S-foils in attack position. Rogue Squadron arrives in theaters Christmas of 2023. So, what's your uh, what's your thoughts on that? Well, like I just said a second ago, I mean, the first Wonder Woman I thought was incredible. and The second one, I, it just, I just had a lot of issues with it. But, I mean, everybody has a stinker movie every now and then. I don't, even if you're Steven Spielberg's. So, I mean... I'm gonna give her the benefit of the doubt, I, I, and I and I always thought that the Rebel pilots, the Rogue Squadron, was really interesting. So I think it has a, a chance to be really good. And plus, I really wish they would concentrate on just doing these kind of solo standalone films anyway, instead of trying to pump out another trilogy so quickly. So mm-hmm. I like this idea. What about you? What do you think? I mean, I, I like the fact that they're going to do something about the Rogue Squadron. Um, not real sure what they mean by about what they said you know as far as taking it into a new era i mean what does that mean does that mean they're going past the rise of skywalker type thing or or what nobody really knows for sure yeah but i'm I'm looking forward to it yeah i've always said even bad star wars movies are watchable unless you're attack of the clones so (laughs) yeah i'm game i'll be there yep all right, what's the next one? The next one is I never can pronounce this guy's name. What is it? Ta-kia. Taika Watiti. Yeah, the guy that did um, <laughs> the, the greatest Marvel movie, in my opinion. Um, Thor, Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Yes, which is my favorite Marvel movie. But anyway, it says about it, it says a brand new Star Wars feature with acclaimed filmmaker and Academy Award winner in, is in development. Takia's approach to Star Wars will be fresh, unexpected, and unique, said Kennedy. His enormous talent and sense of humor will ensure that the audience are in for an unforgettable ride. Yep. And like I said, I love Ragnarok, so I'm curious to see what he can do with the Star Wars film. I liked Ragnarok a lot, too. I don't know about it being the, the my favorite, but it's up, it's up there. Well, let's say my favorite without the Avengers, because, I mean, Endgame was awful good, but... It's definitely my favorite <clears throat> solo. I don't know. I still think I liked uh, Captain America. Which one? The first one? Winter Soldier? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Marvel podcast now. No, Winter Soldier's the second one. Yeah, but I was going to say, which one did you like, though? Which of the Captain America? Because, see, I like Winter Soldier better than the first Avenger. Really? I don't. <laughs> I like the first one better, or even the third one, just because they the third one was more. It was basically a Avengers movie. Yeah, Civil War. Yeah, yeah Civil War was basically an Avengers movie. See, I would put Winter Winter Soldier as my second favorite standalone one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I liked uh, Guardians of the Galaxy pretty well too. Yeah, I mean, it's it's there's only a few of them that I didn't really like at all. Iron Same Man three. <laughs> Uh, I'll agree with you on that. But anyway, back to Star Wars. Yeah, but yeah, I'm excited to see what he would do with the Star Wars film because I think he's very, very talented. Yes, I think so too. And just based on him directing some of the episodes in the season one of The Mandalorian, you know, makes me like, ooh, you know, I can't wait. So our next one is the Kenobi series. And it says, 
let's see, last August at D23, which that was like uh, 2019, I think. <laughs> yeah. Lucasfilm announced the return of Ewan McGregor in the ironic, blah, iconic role of Jedi Master Obi-Wan Kenobi for a special event series on Disney+. Plus. So, when they say special event series, it's not going to be an ongoing thing. It's only going to be like six or eight episodes, and then that's it. Yeah, they're, probably kind of like they're doing WandaVision Marvel right now. Is it it's only going to be one one season? Yeah, it's one short season. Yeah. Okay. How many episodes do they say it's going to be? I think it was nine. Oh, so they only have like, what, three left? Yeah, something like that. Three or four. Or four? Yeah, they've had episode five, so yeah, four left. Okay, so officially titled Obi-Wan Kenobi, which is kind of strange. <laughs> Sin, yeah. <laughs> the series Obi-Wan begin- Kenobi, the series. <laughs> yeah, Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's just called Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's it. The series begins 10 years after the dramatic events of Star Wars Revenge of the Sith, so somewhere in the middle of that time period between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope, where he faced his greatest defeat, the downfall and corruption of his best friend and Jedi apprentice, Anakin Skywalker, turned evil Sith Lord, Darth Vader. The series is directed by Deborah Chow, which she also directed season er, season 1 episodes of The Mandalorian, so... Yeah, this ought to be pretty good. She did a real good job directing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this truly, this will truly be a day long remembered. <laughs> as <laughs> I it was, that at. yeah, I know. Where where they come up with that? And as it turn, uh, was confirmed also that Hayden Christensen will be returning as Darth Vader. This will be the rematch of the century. Kennedy said. It was such an incredible journey playing Anakin Skywalker, said Christensen. Of course, Anakin and Obi-Wan weren't on the greatest of terms when they last saw them. It will be interesting to see what an amazing director like Deborah Chow has in store for all of us. I'm excited to work with Ewan again. It feels good to be back. That's what uh, Christensen said. Uh, I'm kind of concerned about him being back in the role of Darth Vader just because he's not nearly as tall. He had to be put in like stilt boots <laughs> yeah. you know, to, to make up that difference. So, yeah, I don't know. And, uh, I mean who's going to be the voice? Do you think James Earl Jones will be back? Uh, all he had to do is walk into a studio record his voice probably so I don't but, see why it wouldn't happen if yeah, they him to do it. But have you heard his voice lately? In I some of the Darth Vader stuff that he's done in the past here recently. Yeah. Like for Rebels and a few other things. He's I mean, he's getting up there. He's like ninety. Yeah, it doesn't I mean it doesn't sound like it as strong as it once did, but I don't think it was horrible. Mm, no, but it's almost getting to the point where you can tell he's getting old. Yeah. I mean, they could bring in that guy, Chad Vader. I think he does a really good job. You know, and, and you can do stuff with, you know, synthesizing and all this other stuff to really, yeah. you know, really do it. But I will say this. Ewan McGregor was one of the better things, in my opinion, about the, the, the prequels. So uh-huh. it will be cool to be seeing him play Obi-Wan again. Yes. All right, so next we got Ahsoka. Yep, says after her, making her long-awaited live-action debut in The Mandalorian, Ahsoka Tano's story, written by Dave Filoni, will continue in a limited series starring Rosario Dawson and executive produced by Dave Filoni and John Favreau. Favreau. Favreau, sorry. <laughs> but her episodes in the her ep, her main ep, in the Mandalorian was really really good. So a little short series should be entertaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, I mean it had to be Dave Filoni. It couldn't be anybody else. Yeah. 
he's the one that came up with the idea for her uh, for way back in the Clone Wars series. So, you know, you, it's his baby. <laughs> what, what do you like think? It, what do you think ahead. they're going to be? What do you think it's going to be about? I'm not really sure. I mean, I have an idea. I think it might be either her trying to find Grand Admiral Thrawn and Ezra. You know, I think that's which go- would be which would be a nice continuation of Rebels in a way. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be. I think it'll be something about that. Yeah. Or something maybe with, you know, the whole universe. Uh, oh, what, what was that thing called in Rebels? That's that where she was like Ezra and her were together. You know, and could go back in time, and yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't know the exact name for that, but yeah, yeah. So I'm curious if it could be something about that too, because there, I mean, of course, there's rumors abound on them redoing the sequel trilogy. <laughs> Not real sure that's going to happen. Yeah, but uh, you, you never know. You know, it could be, it could do it like Star Trek. Have it be, yeah. uh, <clears throat> you know. <laughs> Like yeah, that. I mean, have your alternate universe. Mm-hmm. We don't even have an approximate date for this one yet, do we? Mm, let's see. I pulled it up over here. Ahsoka. Nope, to be to be announced. That's what I was saying. Kind of read that too. <clears throat> somewhere to be announced. Yeah, and then uh, next, which here's another one based, you know, kind of a offshoot of the Mandalorian, is Rangers of the New Republic. It's set within the timeline of the Mandalorian. And this new live-action series from executive producers John Favreau and Dave Filoni will intersect with future stories and culminate into a climactic story event. So it's who knows what this one's going to be about. Yeah, <laughs> I really don't have a clue. I mean, there's been rumors that you know Cara Dune, you know, could be in it and stuff like that. So I don't know. Hopefully, unless she keeps saying things on social media, she shouldn't be saying. <laughs> she hasn't said anything that she shouldn't be saying. Not in well, my she, opinion. Well, she's been trending a lot. Fire, fire her on social. Fire her for some of her statements. So oh, but there's exactly. been other people saying just the opposite too. I mean, you know, it doesn't matter how you you know believe politically. Yeah. And it shouldn't matter. You know, as far as like what you're doing, and, and that, I hate when people do that when they start jumping on people just because they have a political belief of some kind. Well, we live in a cancel culture. Though, yeah, I know, but it's it's stupid. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing if you curse somebody out, you know, or say something bad about somebody, but when you just believe a certain way, you know, to say I believe, you know, you know, we should be doing A instead of B. And that, that's just the way I believe. Well, you know, so what? You can believe any way you want. Yeah. It shouldn't matter, uh, you know, just because uh, a group that doesn't believe the way that she does is now saying she should be kicked out just because she believes that way. Well, that's stupid. But unfortunately, that is the society that we live in right now. I mean, it's like, it would be like, you know, me and you saying, you know, you have to hate Attack of the Clones or you're not a true Star Wars fan. Well, that's just not true. If you like Attack of the Clones, that's fine. I don't care. It doesn't yeah, bother I, me I any. I have a friend on Facebook that likes the prequels better than the original trilogy, even though I don't agree with him. Me and him are still friends. <clears throat> well, yeah, that's that's your prerogative. If you like it better, yeah. who am I to tell you what you like? <laughs> yeah. Or what you should do? And unfortunately, I, I mean, me being a big horror fan, I don't know which has the worst fans, Star Wars or horror, but those are the two fan bases I see get attacked more than any other fan bases. Yeah. It just seems like they, they go crazy. I mean, I'm not a horror fan, but I don't berate you because you're a horror fan. No. 
doesn't matter to me. I can't believe you like Nightmare on Elm Street. That's your favorite horror series. But I mean, I mean I, there's some I liked. I mean, I liked Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, I mean, we've seen people ran off, actors ran off social media because they was attacked. Mm-hmm. Like a Kelly, what's her name? That played Kelly Marie Tran. Yeah, she was pretty much bullied off of social media by fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. All right, well, let's get back to this. Uh, yeah. we're, the next series we're talking about now is Lando, which yes. it says everyone's favorite scoundrel, Lando Calrissian, and will return in a brand new event series for Disney+. Plus. Justin Simeon, creator of the critically acclaimed Dear White People, and a huge Star Wars fan, is developing the story. Have you ever seen Dear White People? I haven't. I have seen it. Okay. Is it, was it good? Bad. Yeah, it's not bad. Okay. I've and never I've never I heard of it. I thought Lando was was well played in the solo movie. Oh yes. Uh Glover. Yes. He did a great job. Um escaping on the first name. Um crap. I want to say Damien, but that's not right. But uh Donald. Donald. Yeah. Donald. <clears throat> you said D guy. I mean to get popping my head. I knew it started with a D and I was thinking Damien, I was like, no, nah, that's not right. Yeah, Donald Glover did a really good job of playing Lando in the solo movie. Which is a, another movie that hasn't really gotten, you know, a lot of fanfare, even though it should. I mean, it's a good, fun movie. Yeah, I don't know how you can't not like it, even if you don't like Star Wars. It's like a sci-fi western. It's yeah. It's a fun movie. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that one. I don't think that one has a timeline either. I think it's way out there. I haven't seen anything. Nope, I don't I see. I haven't either, not since it was originally announced. Yeah, I don't see anything about it. All right, what's the next one there? The next one is... Sorry, my screenshot. Andor. Andor, a tense, nail-biting spy thriller created by Tony Gilroy, is set to arrive on Disney Plus in 2022. Diego Luna reprising the role of rebel spy Cassian Andor from Rogue One will join. Will be joined by a fantastic new cast that includes Stellan Skarsgård, Adria Arjona, Fiona Shaw, Dennis Gow. Kyle Soler and Genevieve O'Reilly as Mon Mothra. The production kicks off three weeks kick actually production kicked off three weeks ago in London. Let's see, this was posted on what was the date? December tenth, two thousand twenty. So they're filming quite they're a bit good. probably. Yeah, they're there. good two months into it now. Yeah. And I thought he was great in Rogue One, so I'm excited about this as well. Mm-hmm. Me too. Pretty much there, if you're a Star Wars fan, there's no reason probably to, in the time to cancel Disney for a month or two because you're going to have to be getting it right back, it seems like, because they're just going to pump this stuff out. Yeah, especially if they keep doing season after season of stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I think uh, there'll be times where, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I know it took them a while to get started, but especially if you're a Star Wars fan, a Marvel fan, I mean, there'll be no time period where you won't have a series because... You know, I know they're doing the same thing with the Marvel series. Is you know, once one ends, another one's going to get ready to begin. Yeah, exactly. We're going to jump right into Winter Soldier and Falcon, and mm-hmm. then it, it'll end, and we'll have Loki. So, yeah. <laughs> By the time that ends, we'll probably be close to what Boba Fett. <laughs> mm, uh, Boba Fett's not supposed to start until December. Yeah. Okay. We'll have probably two or three months then. Yeah. So the and uh, of course, uh, I'm looking forward to Andor, Andor as well, just because you know we're supposed to get K2SO back. Not sure how many series, how many seasons this one will run for. Uh, that doesn't say that it's only a limited series, like Kenobi or Ahsoka. Most of the other ones, I think, are all going to be ongoing. And uh, that brings us to the next one, which is the Acolyte. Uh, Leslie Headland, Emmy Award nominated creator of the mind-bending series Russian Doll, 
which I haven't seen that one. Oh, you should watch Russian Doll. It's really? on Netflix. It's okay. really good. <laughs> uh, brings a new series to Disney Plus with The Acolyte. The Acolyte is a mystery thriller that will take the audience into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic. So that's pretty cool. You could uh, possibly see Yoda in there. Yep. As a spry, you know, 600-year-old guy. <laughs> <laughs> or is it 700 yeah 700 or 650 uh, is, Give, take a few years yeah somewhere that. around in there <laughs> yeah because in the return of the jedi he was 900 but you know then you take into consideration the, the other movies and the prequels and you're probably looking at like 650 years because it's 200 years before the phantom menace is when the the high republic era is interesting yeah so i'm interested in, in all of these i mean of course anything star wars all right yeah. so what's the next one um the bad batch um the series follows the elite and experimental clones of the bad batch first introduced in clone wars as they find their way in a rapidly changing galaxy in the immediate aftermath of the clone wars members of the bad batch a unique squad of clones who vary genetically from their brothers in the clone army each possess a singular exceptional skill which makes them extraordinarily effective soldiers and a formable crew in the post-clone wars era they will take on a daring mercenary missions as they struggle to stay afloat and find new purpose the animated series will arrive exclusively of course on disney plus yep and it comes out when does it come out this year released in 2021 i'm not sure exactly when but uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this because I don't, you know, I'm assuming it's happening after those Clone Wars episodes that we saw in season seven. That's what I figured. So yeah. wouldn't was it fives? Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's is it is it fives? I can't remember now. I thought it was fives. Okay, that maybe it is right. fives. Yeah. And uh, he'll be with them. Should be because he went with them after they were done. I mean, everything they've done animated so far, I, I mean, I've really, really liked. I mean, you know, originally really? Clone Wars. Really? Well, Even I Resistance? The Resistance is kind of iffy. Yeah, I wasn't, I was glad they got rid of it, to be honest. Yeah, yeah it's kind of iffy. I mean, I, I didn't, I mean, I tolerate it, but I think, what, I think the problem with the Resistance is it's just not as good as Rebels and Clone Wars. Yeah. It's not really bad. Because, I mean, when Clone Wars was ending, I was thinking, when I saw previews for Rebels, I was thinking, I don't know about this. But <laughs> I freaking love Rebels more than I do Clone Wars. Oh, yeah. me too. Rebels is amazing. I've like, I think I've sat through it three times now. When the, when the Clone Wars went off, I was kind of sad. When Rebels went off, I was mad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Rebels is just so... I mean, if you're a star... I know, like, my friend Dave Muncy, who probably never listens to us, he refuses to watch anything Star Wars anime. What? Yes. Even when he saw... Um, you need to... If you ever... I don't, you probably don't follow him on Twitter or anything. He got mm-hmm. on Facebook. But you need to talk to him, too, because I've tried... Because he even sent me a message after... Um, after solo and he said i thought darth maul was dead um he said what's he doing alive i'm like dude have you not watched the clone wars or and then he's like he said i don't do the cartoons he said he says if i have to watch cartoons for me to know what's going on in star wars that is a deal breaker I'm uh, like, <laughs> yeah i've 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 tried to talk my dad into watching the the, the series the cartoon series as well because when he saw solo he was like darth maul I thought he was dead. <laughs> That's so funny. Same. But, I mean, even people like um, 
Kirkman that created The Walking Dead. I, I follow him on Twitter. While Rebels was still on, he even tweeted one time. He says, if you're a Star Wars fan and you're not watching Rebels, you're missing out. Mm-hmm. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. I mean, uh, those two, I mean, the, the Clone Wars and the Rebels, you, you really need to watch them. Yeah. The Resistance, eh, if you have like to said, watch it, go it's ahead. Not <laughs> it's not bad. It's not bad. It's, it's not, not great good. either. It doesn't have the level the other two have. Yeah, it's too much, you know, bumbling, klutzy guy, you know, yeah. that type of thing, and, and his annoying friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see, the next one is Star Wars Visions, uh, presenting all new creative takes on the galaxy far, far away. Star Wars Visions will be a series of animated short films celebrating Star Wars through the lens of the world's best anime creators. The anthology collection will bring 10 fantastic visions from several of the leading Japanese anime studios, offering a fresh and diverse cultural perspective to Star Wars. I mean, that that sounds good for anybody that likes anime stuff, but for me, I mean, I'll watch it. I'm not a, not a big fan of anime. See, I'm not a big Japanese anime fan either, but I will watch it. Even yeah, I'll watch I never it. I really got into it, because this, this being different, <clears> this is <throat> I'll watch it. Yep. All right, next... <laughs> A droid story. As Lucasfilm continues to develop new stories, the the intersection of animation and visual effects offer a new opportunity to explore. Lucasfilm Animation will be teaming up with Lucasfilm's visual effects team, Industrial Lights and Magic, to develop a special Star Wars adventure for Disney+. Plus. A droid story. The epic journey will introduce us to a new hero guided by the legendary duo R2-D2 and C-3PO. That's interesting. I mean, I, yeah. I like R2 and C-3PO, and I don't think they got enough, you know, time in the movies and the sequel trilogy until, you know, C-3PO got his time in the, the Rise of Skywalker. But I really yeah, see, think R2 was underutilized throughout the whole trilogy. Yeah, I almost feel like R2 got pushed to the side by BB-8 a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but C-3PO did get his shining moment in the last movie which made me happy yeah yeah he was probably one of the best things about that movie yeah so um, uh, i wish they would bring the droids and ewoks cartoons to disney not sure how you know they can do it because there's licensing rights and i i think there's been like but i think they're trying to find out who actually owns them yeah so it'd be nice if they could finally bring those in house too and that is supposed to come out, let's see, it says to be announced. So we've got The Bad Batch comes out this year. Visions comes out this year. Uh, another one we haven't talked about yet, The Book of Boba Fett, which comes out this year. Yeah, that'll be in December. Uh, Andor will be next year. Kenobi next year. The Mandalorian Season 3, it says it's in pre-production and it's to be announced. So you know, some people say it's going to be 2022 before it comes out. So, I don't know. That's what I've heard from various sources, but I don't know. But nothing's been confirmed. But if the Book of Boba Fett is coming out, you know, in December, I think they would definitely hold the next season of Mandalorian until next year. Mm-hmm. And so they've got uh, to be announced also on the Acolyte, Rangers of the New Republic, Ahsoka. Uh, the Rogue Squadron movie comes out December 22nd of 2023. Uh, the Droid Show is going to be uh, later to be announced. The Taika Waititi movie is to be announced later. And then there's also a Kevin Feige Star Wars movie that they they didn't actually put on the website, but has been mentioned before in the past, and it says to be announced also. So if we've got in 2023 a movie, 
then you would expect 2025 for Taika Waititi's movie, and then 2027 for Kevin Feige? That sounds very logical. (laughs) So, also, something that they didn't mention at all or even talk about is Ryan Johnson's trilogy. Where is it at? Is it dead? They have... They haven't said it's canceled or said anything about that. Me and a friend talked about that on Twitter recently. It's kind of funny. They they announced it was happening, and then they didn't announce it was canceled. They've said nothing about it. <laughs> yeah, nobody has heard anything at all. And I'm I, sure some Star Wars fans would be happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you liked The Last Jedi. but I did, but I mean, I know a lot of people didn't. I've had it, lots of it conversations was okay. with I've had lots of conversations with friends about why I like that movie. So, oh well. Like we said earlier, to each their own. <laughs> yep. Anything else uh, that we missed, maybe? I know there's some other Lucasfilm stuff here. Yeah. You've got uh, Indiana Jones coming out, and it'll be the search for Indiana Jones's bones. <laughs> 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 I mean, he's going to be like 80 by the time this comes out. Yeah, but his hair's in four. He's cool. <laughs> <laughs> The Willow series. The Willow series has me super excited because I love the Willow movie. You know, I haven't seen the Willow movie since it came out. Did you not like it to revisit it again? I don't remember, actually. (laughs) Is it on Uh, Disney yet? I think it's on Disney+. Plus. Okay, I may have to watch it. Uh, I think it's about... I'm not sure who's doing Willow series. I don't think it's Ron Howard, is it? It doesn't say. Yeah, it, I don't can't remember what it I. It just read says about. that it'll be set decades after Ron Howard's 1988 movie. Yeah. And Warwick Davis is coming back. Yep. And well, it's supposed I'm, to come out in 2022, sometime next year. So They're gonna start shooting in March. Yep, I'm definitely down for that one too. Well, we've gone 52 minutes already. Yeah. So if you don't have Disney Plus, you better plan on getting it soon. <laughs> Well, it'll always be available. It's not like they're going to cut you off. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. It's lots of good stuff coming. Okay. Uh, you want to read our outros here? Oh, hold on a second. I've got to pull that back up. Oh, did you uh, did you get the email from the winner of no, the contest? No, email? I'll yeah. check my email. Okay. I will go. I will look that up since we're <coughs> off here. Thank you. Um, all right. Um, we have a Patreon account, as we mentioned before. It's at patreon.com slash the Star Wars Collector. And we want to thank all of our Patreons we have so far. And you're, feel free to sign up if you like the podcast. I mean, you can give as little as a dollar a month to help us out. And um, we're also on Facebook, which is facebook.com slash the Star Wars Collector Podcast. And we have a Facebook group where you, if you want to chat Star Wars, some of these series or toys or whatever, feel free to join our our Facebook group. And you're still welcome to leave us a review on iTunes if you want. We're also on Discord. I actually logged into Discord last week and saw that nobody said anything in quite a while. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought, I wonder what's going on in Discord. And I was like, nope, it's been really silent. Yeah, it's been been kind of dead. But we do have it if you want to check it out. And I, I have it. I chat with whoever gets on there. Yeah, uh, I will probably check it out again sometime this week too. Like I said, to see Is if they said anything. It uh, notifies me every time somebody makes a post. So I just looked and nobody had said anything, so I didn't say anything myself. <laughs> and if you want to email us about, for any reason, we are at twcpodcast@gmail.com. <clears throat> And you can get a hold of us on Twitter as well at TSWC Podcast. And this month's Facebook shout-out is Steve Chap. Thanks for listening, Steve. Yep, thanks everybody for listening. And uh, I guess that's it for this episode. 
All right, well, we'll uh, we'll talk to you next month. All right, bye, everybody. Bye.